They bring tremendous value to society and their communities based on their unique experiences, skills and perspectives. They have given so much but have asked for so little. I'm talking about veterans. But what happens after their service? Hello, I'm Tej here with another episode of Chizuba Talks. Uh, those of you who've heard me before, you know that we feature nonprofits and their leaders in the hope that someone, somewhere, wanting to do something will take inspiration and connect with the community and society at large. Today, I have Peter, Pete Klein, CEO and founder of Vet Motorsports. If you're wondering why I'm doing that, because he asked me to call him Pete. So great, uh, great to have you. Peter, and uh, let me introduce you to everybody here. You are the, you have been awarded with the Ohio Governor's Excellence in Service Awards, uh, serving Ohio's veterans in 2019. You have the TEDx Hilliard Presenter Award for 2018. You have the Dispatch Media Group Everyday Heroes of Central Ohio Semi-Finalist Award in 2017. Uh, you have one in 2016 and 2015 and 2014. I can go on and on, but... Thank you for Sorry. being on the podcast. Thank you for having me today. Thank you very much. And I appreciate uh, you and all your staff's time to put this together today. So thank you. Uh, Peter, Vet Motorsports is an award-winning nonprofit and non-clinical outreach program that honors and empowers active military, National Guard, Reserve, Gold Star parents and veterans mm -hmm. with uh, service-connected injuries and their caregivers by, you know, with what you are doing. So could you please explain right. what you are doing? When did you found this? And uh, how, how, what are the programs? Oh, certainly. So at one time, one by one. <laughs> well, we'll just, we'll just dive in, right? And we'll see where we land. So uh, I want to thank everybody for viewing, uh, tuning in today to this podcast. So thank you very much. Um, Vet Motorsports or Veteran Empowerment through mo Motorsports has been around since 2013. So Ironically, this podcast today is on our 10-year anniversary of being an established nonprofit with the IRS. So we are a 501c3, and we serve the following military populations. So we work with any active military member, anybody in the National Guard, the Reserve, any Gold Star parent, and a Gold Star parent is uh, a parent that has lost their son uh, in combat, or any veteran from any service era, no matter when they served with a service-connected injury, meaning they have to have a injury that's been rated by the Veterans Administration on file. And what we do as a non-clinical therapy is we put them into motorsports uh, to provide them a, I guess you would call a second or third home. I think what happens is when you're in the military, uh, you have a sense of community, a sense of belonging, this adrenaline rush, right? And so we try to replicate that in our events by putting them into uh, civilian-oriented events or not military-specific or veteran-centric, as we say, uh, and get them to work alongside civilians in that type of environment. And we've worked in land speed racing, off-road racing, motorcycle racing, car racing, pit crews behind the wheel, uh, a little bit of that, and we were inspired by the Top Gear show 
um, okay. back in 2013 when they did a, a segment on how veterans were trying to reorient themselves back into society after being injured in combat and qualifying for a certain off-road race. Mm-hmm. So that's really what inspired us and inspired me to do that with my race team at the time. And that's how the nonprofit really kind of took off. Very exciting, very exciting. So uh, what made you think of motorsports? Well, it was easy for... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, It was was easy for me because I was already involved in motorsports. So I had been Uh a, I guess you would call an amateur racer since 2004, uh, racing motorcycles. I had done pro amateur or amateur races and then had this ability to uh, really create this nonprofit at the time it really it wasn't a nonprofit it was just an outreach mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. and during my time in the motorsports world when I was racing I was provided a tremendous amount of opportunities I'd worked uh, in MotoGP uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway uh, done stuff with um, a bunch of racing organizations and and just had this great exposure and and I felt like I could take those connections and build mm-hmm. something greater than the sum of the individual parts, right? So the sum of all these individual parts was greater than just the individual experiences. And that's really uh, was the drive for me to create Vet Motorsports. When we did the piloting of the program in 2012 within my race team, we saw how successful it was. And um, we had some money to continue to push it forward uh, from a individual donor the money was unrestricted we could continue to have a race team or we could just but the money eventually would have run out or we could invest that money in a nonprofit and really just continue pushing that forward and it really became a question of what would what was my legacy going to be within the racing community Mm -hmm. right was i going to be a guy that had this really cool program that worked with the military community uh, that just kind of fizzled out after a couple of years when we ran out of money? Or was it going to be something that really had a longer lasting impact? And I think, and I think probably some people are listening in on this and maybe they come to those crossroads, right? Where they have to make a decision about the greater good or about how, what their legacy is going to be within the community that they're residing in, right? Within their, and it could be a business, right? It could be a nonprofit. It could be with whatever. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I had to make that decision, right? And it wasn't the easiest decision to make because I still wanted to race, but I also knew that I was coming back from some injuries and and we just decided to carry it forward. And I've been super fortunate to have um, been affiliated and have some great board members and people that really wanted to support the mission to make, make it very successful. Um, at the time, we were, we were one of very few nonprofits that uh, we're doing this in the military and veteran space as far as a motorsports outreach. And now 10 years down the road, after being established in 2013, uh, there's a lot more nonprofits in that space. So we've had to kind Is of adjust it? our okay. mission. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Everybody's, uh, you know, getting onto the bandwagon, is it? Just because uh, you got popular. Well, I think, well, I don't think popular is the word. I think people get inspired, right? And I think, when you look at, it's like Coca-Cola or a Pepsi, you know, people, there's competition out there, right, in certain spaces. And I think we're all there for the greater good. Um, I think we have inspired people to do greater things. And you know what? This is the thing that comes across with us um, 
for our participants, right? They may not like motorsports after they leave an mm -hmm. event, right? We're not for the right veteran, for the right military member, we're the right program. But some mm -hmm. people come in and they participate and maybe they decide this isn't for them. This space, this motorsports space that um, as a community isn't for them. But what it does do is it gets them out of the house and it inspires them to, to do other things. And I think that goes back to your, uh, your point of competition. I think if we can inspire people to do things, whether it's in motorsports or outside uh, motorsports and be able to take a risk and, and start something, because, you know, failure isn't failure. Failure is just a way for you to learn to do something better. You know, that's kind of what we're trying to do here. But I like the way you say that it is not competition. It's not, uh, you know, it's something that's inspiration. That's very magnanimous of you to say that. Well, um, I think it's true. Sorry to interrupt. No, it, it is true. I think um, it, we are not in competition, but ultimately as a nonprofit leader, right, we have to also understand that we're still competing for the same charitable dollar, right? We are still trying to compete against other nonprofits um, for the same funding stream or the funding source. So yes, we're all in it together, but conversely, you need to run it like a business and treat it as such, right? And be, and you have to be to a certain degree competitive, right? With your ideas, you have to kind of hold them, you know, close to your chest, I guess, for lack of a better term, or, you know, keep those things isolated because you do have a certain amount of intellectual property that you're trying to maintain while managing your program, right? True, true. Um, in your uh, program, in somebody, uh, approaches you, do you assist them in discovering and uh, leveraging their unique skills? Because every veteran has uh, a separate skill skill mm -hmm. set. So do you uh, have a kind of a survey, a, new, a test to assess? Well, I th you know, if we look at from um, a process, so I, I think about it as a process flow. So if you're a veteran and, or if you meet our part participant criteria, right? Um, what we're going to do is we're going to validate your service history, right? Whether you're currently in or not in, or you've been released from your service, separated as it were. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to review that. And then we're going to ask you what you want to get involved in. And the reality is, is that we can't be everything to every veteran. So we don't necessarily go and look at their skill set or do an aptitude test. We want to know how they want to get involved, right? And based on those very simple questions, what do you want to do? How do you want to get involved? We will then try to put them into an event or steer them in a direction to the, where they can get involved. And with, with mm -hmm. the understanding that, again, I think I mentioned this, that we can't be everything to everybody. So some people do come to us and we just, we may know some people that can help them. It may be outside of our wheelhouse as a nonprofit, right? So I'm not sure if that answers your question. We don't know, again, it's not an yes, aptitude test. Yeah, it's not an aptitude test for us. It's an interest right? Where their, where's their interest lie? And can we help fill that void? Right? Absolutely. And do you also take into consideration the family members? I mean, are, is it open to them? Or is it open only for veterans? So it is included the family members. So I, I think the thing that we need to stress here too is, you know, if you're talking about somebody that's been through multiple deployments, you know, they're already separated from their family. So our events, we want to make them inclusive, not exclusive, mm -hmm. right? So I think for us, uh, we always want to include their family members. Now, their immediate family members, you know, we don't necessarily want to have a, um, 
a busload of family show up, right? But we, you know, their immediate family, their kids, their wives, you know, we always want them to come out and participate with us in some way, shape or form, right? Because that is their emotional support unit too, as well. You know, you have to recognize the sacrifices that the families made as well during deployments and or their service. Yeah, that, that actually, that makes sense. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employee's experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. And um, then can you share any success stories of somebody who has, you know, really, really made uh, motorsports you know, very successful, a second inning, so to say. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, that's, I'm just thinking about your question and then I'll, we, we have an after action survey or we have a survey that comes out after all of our events and we read that. And on the, on the macro level, we look at the responses and, you know, even for a day, if it makes a great impact on them or inspires them to do something, we do note those, right? We also look at the negatives too, that somebody didn't have a good time mm -hmm. or it didn't impact them. But some of the most recent, I think about it from an experience level. If I'm there as the running an event, um, we have a great set of volunteers nationwide that run events for us. But if I happen to be there, it's their reaction. But I think uh, more to your question and more to your point, We've seen actually more success, equal success away from the nonprofit and away from motorsports as we have with veterans and and participants that have gone through and had success in motorsports. So we've had um, in conversations with past participants, they've gone and formed their own nonprofits or they've gotten engaged in the veteran community in their area to do things, not motorsports specific, but just being inspired to move forward and give back in a different way. We've had participants uh, in Pennsylvania that have continued their journey through motorsports. We have had some in Cleveland that have gone and continued their journey in motorsports. So, and by journey in motorsports, the success is, is they found, they found this second home or third home, right, to reside in with civilians and find inspiration to, to be engaged at a grassroots level with their local car club or nationally with an organization that does motorsports. So it's across the board, I guess. I'm not sure if that may, I think that answers your question. So 
I'm not being very specific. I'm very being very general because we've worked with some, we've worked with over 250 people nationwide since we founded. But those are some of the things that come to mind. First off, wonderful. Uh, obviously, motorsports is an activity which is not exactly very safe. So, oh, do you have any? Did you have any kind of mishap anywhere? Uh, no, I'm going to knock on wood with that right now. I'm knocking on my uh, <laughs> my interview table. So, no, and I think um, because. Well, everybody signs a waiver, one, and then there's always safety briefs and safety meetings prior to any event. And I think when you look at the participants that we that we engage with, you know, veterans and active military, they're they're used to that high risk area. We we have not had mishaps, a knock on wood, right? Um, because we make sure that the events that we're exposing them to are not high risk events, right? We try to mitigate okay. that risk okay. by putting them into entry-level events that um, that limit the exposure, I guess. Does that make sense? I, I want to, you know, we're not, yes, absolutely. We're, yes. yeah, we're not coddling them. We, we're just trying to net, we're just trying to make sure that um, it's not too much risk. Right, right, right. That's right. a perfect way to do it. They have risked their life for so long and, you know, putting them again into that same um, environment is not exactly uh, doesn't make sense. Lastly, um, uh, what are your future plans? So we did. That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, so what we've done uh, this past year is we've actually pivoted. So I want to kind of go back to uh, the earlier part of the conversation and talk about the number of nonprofits that ex kind of exist in the space that we have right now. Um, so what we've done is we really looked at our, our strategic plan uh, since the inception of the program, since we began, and really determined that we needed to make a pivot. I think with the withdrawal from Afghanistan and Iraq, with the current situation in Europe, you know, the, the dynamics of the veteran population have certainly changed, right? We're not on a full active mm -hmm. deployment schedule. We're, I guess, for lack of a better term, we're in a proxy war in Europe at this time, given the, at this time of the podcast. Um, we decided as a nonprofit strategically to cut back a bit on the outreach and look at more, how can we make our engagement events, our events that we put on less quantity and more quality. So we've pivoted, we're doing more standalone events nationally. It's a big change for us. But if you are to look at some of the national trends in volunteerism right now, which is there's a big drop in volunteerism, it's actually trying to maximize the resources that we have, right? So strategically, we're going to less events, but we're trying to make them more cornerstone events and build upon that over the next couple of years, um, cut back our cash output for the nonprofit. So we're going to make our events affordable for us and still try to have that I guess, um, touch the veteran and military community in a positive way and engage in um, the veteran resource community more, which we have not really done in the past. So we're kind of going back to our roots a little bit, uh, just scaling back, I think, for all the right reasons, right? If for, for some veteran nonprofits, it's all about quantity over quality. How many veterans can we serve? How many people can we push through the program regardless of the results? And I think for us, um, we want to take 
we want to kind of flip that a bit. We want to have less people engaged, but they get more of an impact out of it. And also take the people that have participated in the past and make them, you know, the ones that go out and talk about the program and be your shepherds and, and get them to be engaged. So that's where we're at strategically. I think this is where we're going to be at for a little bit of time. Um, and still, uh, take advantage of the opportunities that come to us. You know, we've had great opportunities in the past with Ducati and Triumph and the Sports Car Club of America and Grid Life. So all these other sanctioning groups that we've had tremendous support from and will hopefully have tremendous support from in the future. And, you know, we're just grateful. That's wonderful. Well, I wish you luck uh, with that, Pete. And I'm sure uh, all the veterans are extremely grateful and happy to uh, participate in something that is as uh, giving them the adrenaline rush again. Thank you for yeah. being on the podcast. It was lovely talking to you. Would you like to was, share something else? Uh, no, just if people want. Yes, I would, actually. So first, thank you and to your sure. team for having us on today. Um, if you are a active guard reserve, gold star parent, or veteran with a service connect and injury, and you want to get engaged with our program, I would encourage you to visit vetmotorsports.org. So vet, like veteran, motorsports, put together, .org. Uh, that's our webpage. You can contact us at that forum. We're also on social media as well. You can reach out there. Um, if you are somebody that wants to make a donation or uh, get engaged with us on a volunteer level, obviously we can go to your webpage if they want to get engaged as well, or they can reach out to us. Uh, and we will certainly have that conversation. And again, you can reach out to us at vetmotorsports.org um, or also on social media. And I want to thank everybody for their time today. Wonderful. With that, I'll save room. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much for being here. And uh, just to tell everybody, uh, recognizing and honoring the value of veterans is so essential to build a society that appreciates their contributions and supports them basically in their civilian life. Um, so Vet Motorsports is dedicated to using motorsports as a means to support them. And uh, veterans find inspiration and renewed purpose in their lives. Well, all the best to you, Pete. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. The best to you as well. Thank you.